Thanks for listening to the Church at Severn Run Messages podcast. You can find more information about the church at severnrun.com. Enjoy the message. Because you're invited to gentleness. In Galatians chapter 5, you want to know what the life of Jesus poured into a person looks like? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Gentleness. Now, I want you to know that one of the things that amazes me about the goodness of God is that he invites us all in. Unqualified, uh, sinful, he did all the work on the cross, and, and all we have to do is, is just receive his love and his mercy and his grace. That's if you can say yes, then you're in. That's it. <laughs> but you don't just say yes, again, in a deceptive kind of way. It's, a, it's kind of like a whole life yes. Yes, God, you can have my life. And, and you can have my pain. And you can have my addiction. And you can have my, my broken sexuality. And you can have my, my lying. And you can have my theft. You can have it all, God. And God says, great, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to trade you all that death for my life. And it's going to be glorious. It's going to be a great adventure. And so, you're not invited to, to gentleness that's fearful weakness. That's not what we're talking about. Let me give you a definition of gentleness, okay? Gentleness is strength, creating life through mercy. All right? Gentleness is strength. Jesus Christ was the, the gentleness of God. We're going to look at that in just a moment. But, but he was a gentleness that, that created life. Uh, it's not fear avoiding conflict through weakness. Well, I just, I just don't really want to deal with this because if I deal with this, they're not going to like me. I'm, I'm, there's no weakness in gentleness. You got that? Okay, this means yes, this means no. There's no weakness in gentleness. You got it? You can only be gentle from a position of strength. Uh, that, that literally, in every context and situation, if you are not operating from a position of strength, there is no ability to be gentle. And in Isaiah um, chapter 42, it's the beginning of what we call the servant songs. These are predictions about Jesus. Um, uh, they, they go all the way through. Isaiah 53 is one of the servant songs that actually convinced me that the scripture was real. When I read about Jesus and, and all the descriptions of, of, of Isaiah 53, you know, surely he was bruised for our, our infirmities. All, uh, he carried our sorrows. All of these things. It's like this happened. This was written hundreds of years before. Nobody could have fulfilled this like Jesus. And so the servant songs describe the Son of God um, uh, affirming the reality of the Son's arrival telling us about the depths of his character when we go back and read them. Isaiah 42 one says, Here is my servant whom I uphold. And, and here's a double entendre way to read these scriptures because this is all about Jesus. But when Jesus comes to live in you, it's all about you as well. You become the servant of God. John 20.21, 20, As the Father has sent me, I've sent you. So this is about the servant sent. This is about the servants sent. My chosen one in whom I delight. Oh my gosh, if you can just imagine in your heart 
God smiling and delighting in Jesus. And then if you can make the faith translation into God who's not God the holy hammer, but, but God the, the, the creator, the father uh, who loves his children looking at you and delighting in you. I will put my spirit on him. Again, there's a religious way of knowing that has nothing to do with the Holy Spirit of God, the third person, the Trinity, and the fruit of the Spirit. But I'm just telling you, all of that way of knowing God is a depart from me, I never knew you, into the, the fire to prepare for the angels um, and, and, and the demons. The way of knowing God that's real is, is based on the indwelling Spirit of Jesus inside of you. You let the spirit of God in and in the place of your anger and your addiction and your sorrow and your meanness and your cruelty and your selfishness, you get love and joy and peace and, and faithfulness and goodness, gentleness, self-control. You get the very heart of Jesus beating inside. And it works and you work. My servant whom I put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. Why do we talk about justice? Because this is why Jesus came, to bring justice to the nations. Just issues matters. Um, when, we, when we look at the world around us, we can't ignore all of the brokenness and do nothing about it. That way of knowing God is illegitimate. The way of knowing God that sets yourself religiously apart and does not compel you into the wrong and the injustice is not an authentic way of knowing God. The church that existed um, in, in, in the United States for, for many years that did not address the injustice of, of racism it was not the true church. Only the churches that addressed that were, were, were the, the, the real churches. Because the Son of God um, has come to bring justice. He will not shout or cry out. That is a picture of Jesus not only in all of his living, but his dying on the cross. Um, there, there was no uh, you know, calling for mercy or anything else. And raise his voice in the streets. And listen to this. I, I, it's, it's, it's an analogy that, you know, uh, it, it's everything. It's the point of gentleness in Isaiah 42, verse 3. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Now, my wife likes tulips, and, uh, and so from time to time, I will buy her tulips. And, and on one occasion, I bought her tulips. I just grabbed them, uh, you know, from the, I buy at the finest places, Safeway Giant, and grabbed me some tulips and they had like three rubber bands you know on on the the stems and I took the rubber bands off when I took the rubber bands off it just was like you know all of them were broken in some form or fashion and just like bent over it was like oh you know so I cut them off and got the thinnest vase and shoved them down there you know because no matter how I tried to kind of like put it I couldn't get it back once that that the you know, the, the, the structure of the, 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 the green plant and the chlorophyll was, was broken and bruised. You, I couldn't get it back. This is a picture of the gentleness of God. And that something that is so broken that, that it doesn't appear to be redeemable or fixable, he doesn't throw it out. A smoldering wick, he, he will not snuff out. There are times in my life 
where I feel like I have nothing. And I feel like I've failed so much and fallen so far short that I'm just done. And it is as though in my life, if my li- our lives were a fire, that my life would be like this ashes, this group of pile of ashes. In one little corner, there's this one little spark with a tiny bit of smoke. And I would look up and expect God just to say, just finish me off. No. That's not who he is. Our God is a God who uses his strength in gentleness to redeem And the scriptures goes on to say he will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. (laughs) Did you hear that? Until he establishes justice on earth. Who is he going to do that through? Us. In his teachings, the islands will put their hope. It's going to go to the ends of the earth. So here's what I want you to do today. I want you to use your strength to build what's broken and reveal Christ's mercy in this world. God has put the strength of his own spirit inside of you. It's not about living according to your feelings. This is what most of us do. Some of you who know us how compasses work, right? Anybody here? Like magnetism? You got a compass in this hand and let's say, you know, you got a magnet in this hand. When you and I live by our feelings, here's what we're doing. We're following our feelings, and, and, our, and, and it's like the compass is following the magnet. Our feelings are leading us in circles. But, but, but faith leads us to focus on, on Jesus and his strength. And he has given you strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Each, each of you right now in your life, there are areas where you're stopped, you're blocked, you're discouraged because you say, I can't. You can You know, again, your way of knowing, the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ. I can means I can. It's not about theory. It's not about abstraction. It just means what it says. And when you believe what the word of God says, then you begin to walk in the strength of of the word of God, Jesus. You have strength. The weakest of us here has strength. Use all the strength you've got in your marriage, as a parent, uh, at work, as a student, as a teacher. Use your strength to build up what's broken. When you find weakness, don't take that weakness and, and use it as an invitation to attack and tear down. When somebody messes up, they, they make a mistake, they sin, you don't go in for the kill. A bruised reed, he doesn't break. When your wife or husband says something, you know, and it's off just a little bit, you don't zero in and highlight how they're wrong. I've sat through so many arguments uh, through the years, and it's a pet peeve of of mine. Marsha and I have this thing, like we don't dishonor one another in front of people. We try not to dishonor one another behind people, but you know, have you ever heard of a couple, they'll be talking... And they'll be telling some story. Yeah, you know, and, and it was on a Tuesday in, in 1985. No, it wasn't. It was Wednesday. No, I'm pretty sure it was Tuesday. And anyway, that no, it, it was what? And, and it's like, that really doesn't matter to the story at all. But there's something inside of us that takes any little weakness, any little flaw, any little fault, any little wrong, and we've got to go for it. That is a perverted you know, hellish vision of justice, of making things right. It's not, it's not justice at all. Gentleness. 
is strength creating life. So use your strength to to build up life, to take what's weak and make it strong, to to take what's broken and and, and to to be a part of God's redeeming it, uh, to take what's almost dead and, and, and being the breath of God to bring that fire to life again. James 2.13 says, Judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. You gotta choose what you want. You know? There's a way of knowing religiously that that will allow you to be very judgmental. Uh, It'll allow you to classify people and tear down people and talk about people, but I'm just telling you, you're gonna end up in hell. Could I be any more blunt? Because there's no spirit of God in it. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's that's it. Anything that ain't that isn't him. Use your strength. Guys, especially in this day and age of of the politics, and it's just going to get worse as we move towards the election. Use your energy to build up in gentleness instead of tearing down in the political realm. And and, hey, you can start with Facebook. That'd be a great place to start. 1 Peter 1.3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy, in the gentleness with which he dealt with each one of us. He He didn't snuff us out because of our addictions. He didn't break us because of our sexual sin. He didn't look at us and said, I'm done with you. I'm tired of you. You're you're just too far down. In his mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. God's mercy and his gentleness comes from his infinite eternal strength. And I just want to, to tell you that it is weakness that responds to brokenness with brokenness, hatred with hatred. Um, Proverbs 51 says a gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger the second part is the work of a fool according to the Proverbs the first part is the work of a believer sin sees weakness as an invitation to destroy brokenness gentleness sees weakness as an opportunity to reveal redemption as the worship team comes on out, I, I am challenging you to use your vulnerable moments and the vulnerable moments of other people's when their weakness is revealed to use those moments not to go in for the kill or to show your strength or to show your superior knowledge or to make your coworker feel bad or the, the person who's below you to humiliate them so that you can show that you were right. No, you use those vulnerable moments not to reveal you but to reveal the mercy of Christ. Attacking wrong is never the same as working to redeem it. And you as the redeemed cooperate with Christ in redeeming. In a world of bruised reeds, I challenge you in the name of Jesus to practice, to do, to integrate what you heard into your living and to be the strong mercy of Jesus. Right now in these moments, um, I, I want to challenge you to first of all think of the areas in your life to where you need mercy, you know? And, and I want you to, to go to God in humility and just receive it. You're invited to it. God, 
God wants to be more gentle with you than you could ever imagine. He is so kind and so loving. Just let him be him (laughs) and let him do his beautiful work of redemption. And then I'm gonna ask you to make a commitment in your life. Probably nobody in your life has ever asked you this before. I'm gonna be the first, but I'm gonna ask you to make a commitment to live a life of gentleness from this point forward. I want you to start at home with your spouse and your kids. I want you to take it to work. I want you to to take it to work on your commute and how you treat other drivers and which fingers you wave to them with. Gentleness. I want you to be the revelation of of the mercy of Christ and because of the gentleness and the strength of your kindness, other people will see Jesus and, and they will be drawn to him. Will you accept the challenge to mercy? And will you accept your invitation to gentleness? Father, in the name of Jesus, let all of us, and this is each one of us, who need mercy, ask for it now. And then may all of us who have let mercy in and gentleness in, let mercy out. For Jesus, just Jesus. And all God's people say, amen. If you enjoyed today's message, feel free to share it with your friends. And as we like to say, Love well, live Jesus, and believe big.